Good day. My name is Stefan Christoph in Montreal. Thank you for tuning in. This is my monthly artist interview where I feature a conversation with an artist who is exploring the intersections of art and activism all over the world. On the edition this month, I will feature a conversation with Helena Martin Franco. We recorded an interview in a gallery space in Montreal where she spoke about freehand absence. It was a program that talks about space, communication, memory, and activation of an art institution space in a lot of ways. Helena talks about the ways that memories can be covered in the present, but also in past generations. She speaks about the importance of artists finding ways to uncover those sometimes unspeakable memories that are shaped by trauma and intersecting systems of violence around gender and colonialism. Also, she speaks about her practice in this uh, exhibition of activating a space and looking at how she can engage with archives to think about the parameters of what is expected as an artist and how to reimagine space. It's a beautiful work that involved um, video installation and a very physical creation of a piece shaped around um, her own grappling with intergenerational uh, memories and trauma, both from her experience in Colombia as an artist and also in Quebec. So here is my conversation with Helena Martin Franco, artist and community organizer, recorded here in Montreal about her work, Freehand Absence. So we're in the old port. We're in Phi Arts Center. You can specify which branch of Phi we're in, but I'm with Helena Martin Franco, who has contributed a piece to a current exhibition here called Freehand Absence. And I'll just first maybe ask you to say hi and um, introduce yourself. Maybe just locate a little bit about this work. Yes, I'm an artist. I'm living in Montreal like 25 years ago. I come from uh, uh, Colombia, Cartagena specifically, from the Caribbean. And um, about this piece, it makes part of uh, Terms of Use exhibition. It's a collective exhibition. We are around uh, 11, 12 artists and uh, it's going to finish soon <laughs> at the Phi Foundation for Contemporary Art. So you have a separate room here that will enter, um, but I think in a lot of ways, from what I understand, this piece speaks to a lot of the layers of your work, not just for this uh, particular installation, but also for your work in general. Um, it seems that one of the main themes of this uh, work is tracing the margins, so you're doing that in a very literal sense with archives at this particular art institution, but a lot of your work has revolved around looking at the sort of um, voices and articulations of the margins, both in relation to migrant experiences, but also more generally in the arts. Yes, what happened in this work is that uh, it beginning with a residency here at the foundation at uh, the place for, for uh, um, animation activities for the public. 
and uh, I spent a month here. And it's uh, uh, very special because what I decided to do at the end is to offer all the process uh, of, of the step to the final result. Yeah. So uh, uh, there is many, like four pieces that are important, but there is one that I, I make a kind of list of uh, memories, events that was happened in that month. Okay. Uh, lectures, m uh, sensations, uh, news okay. also. Yeah. So I put all, all these elements together because it allows the final uh, performance I did at the, e at the end, but it was uh, so many uh, information that I found important to give access. Uh, so, at the end, that, that makes part of the piece. Okay, okay, so sort of like the atmosphere of your life in the city, including exhibitions, things that were happening in the news, sort of was infused in the ways that you communicated afterwards your performance. Yes, exactly. It okay. was a, a very special moment when I did this residency because it was uh, uh, the beginning of the, the confination. At the when, when we after pandemic or it was this moment that we start to to be able to have a contact. Sure. So uh, after all this intense moment that was the pandemic, um, we all live many hard human situations, and uh, also was my father death, my mother death in 2017, and so it was a huge yeah. uh, spite we said. Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. um, so and, and it was a day also for for about family and uh, about uh, all the experience of migration and not have access to mm -hmm. to see my parents' bodies when they they death. I couldn't go to see them. Yeah. So even I uh, after the pandemic, I I didn't went to Colombia still. So. Um, there, there are many things happening yeah. in, 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 at this level, but I know that it's not only me. We are collective in, in a collective way, uh -huh. uh, living hard uh, situation with this uh, um, 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 difficult yeah. to, to meet, yeah. to touch body, to, yeah. Sure. So uh, I think memories become uh, even more important. Uh, the way we, we can imagine other places because we could we could we can we couldn't travel, uh, come back. So imagine dreams. I think all this is make part of this piece, and also, uh, like you say, events that what's happened in this month of the residency that was uh, April, March, April between March, April 2021. Um, so I I I try to build links between events and memories mm -hmm. and interest and even desires mm -hmm. uh, that was uh, passing through this body that it's mine mm -hmm. in this space that is uh, the, the, the foundation. Mm -hmm. um. Well, I feel like there's, maybe we can enter the room. Uh, we're gonna walk into the room where freehand absence uh, from artist Helena Mar Martin Franco is. So we're walking into the exhibition space and um, so you talked about a lot of like um, really central uh, uh, issues uh, that you've experienced. You talked about migration and the process. 
uh, how the pandemic affected us all. But there was this um, flattening of discourse around the pandemic. Oh, we all have the same experience, but you know, it was very clear that people experienced the pandemic in very different ways, depending on privilege, depending on the sort of structures um, of uh, power that people inhabited. Um, in the art world, your work directly in this piece looks at sort of the archives of this space, a very institutional space, and traces the margins. Um, and, you know, I, I was listening to your audio as on the video, uh, one of the video works in the uh, exhibition, and, you know, you brought up a lot of memory, as you mentioned, but you brought up themes, so you talked about um, sort of basement, this kept coming up, the sort of like reconsidering location. So could you talk a bit about like sort of the architecture of social injustice that you're trying to highlight in this piece? Yeah, it's, it was not the, the first time I found myself in a, in a kind of, of basement that I, I offer, institution offer me this, this place to make creation. So uh, it, it uh, we have to, to say, <laughs> excuse me. We have to say that this is uh, the, the place I have to to make residency. It was uh, for make animations, uh, activities with public, like education. Okay. So the archive I was working was archive with all this experience with public. Okay. And I was I come here with this. Um, question about what's happened with uh, memories that are, are absent at mm. the cultural uh, institutions mm. uh, in general. It was mm. a conversation that it's happening in, in many countries, also in America Latina. So, so I, I come with the, with the commissary we were talking about. It was, was, it was one of the subjects that have interest. And when I come here, I have no idea what I, what I wanted to do, but I saw just I wanted to feel materials, and I wanted to try to feel absence, maybe to have a kind of divination. And in this effort, what I try to do, uh, what I, I can arrive to do is, is to be, um, uh, how I say, to pay, to pay attention to all this sensation that and, and, and like I say, news and events that what's happening during the residence, during the residence yeah. in, in the space on evolve, uh, of, at levels of material and sometimes at words that I okay. found in, in the archives, but also what was happening outside uh -huh. uh, with my colleagues, with the family, with sure. the, at the news. Yeah. For example, there was an, an event that was very important. It was uh, uh, Jocelyn's Ottawa uh, situation at, at hospital at Joliet, and it's why I put here this El Nariandi de plus. She say nothing more. It's because uh, uh, she she live a kind of, of racism situation, and um, she has fear. So she don't, she didn't want it to express herself inside the institution. So this, this uh, event mm. made me think also uh, a kind of violence that uh, um, what I was understanding ha was happening in the history of my own family. So I, I make this relation between silence 
in institutions, but also silence in private lives, in families, in our, our heritage, how we also in family, mm -hmm. we live with the official nar narrativities. Mm -hmm. But there are all stories and story of women, mm -hmm. of violence against women that was not, uh, not nobody tell us. Mm -hmm. So it's, it was a very important uh, point mm -hmm. and it was the, 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 the event that uh, gave me this, this uh, idea to do this performance mm -hmm. that we're looking here. Okay. So I put in this paper, this paper uh, is what we use it at the museum to protect uh, the pieces oh. of the exhibition. It was okay. the first material take my attention when I arrived here is this, uh, how you say, carton? This what they use to protect uh, pieces of you're, art. You're touching this here. So yes. this is a charcoal piece uh, up on the wall. Yes. Uh, and then there's a projection of it on the floor of you making it. Exactly. So in the performance, I make a, a, a huge uh, drawing with charcoal. And we can, you can see the final result here. So this drawing that okay. is in the, on the wall, it was in the floor. And over, I did this all this uh, performance with charcoal. So, um, so, so this material for me was important because it was a, a way to protect pieces of art, but also I, I, uh, it was not transparency, so it doesn't give me ac access to the content. So there is a kind of presence and absence, yeah, yeah. and it's about, uh, in general, what is stuck in this piece is is these kinds of absence that we know that they are there. No? When, when looking at you making the piece in this video, um, it brings up so many things, and you mentioned a bunch of them, but one of them is this idea that through art practice and sort of the embodied experience of trying to like sift through memories on the margins, whether it's in your own family, whether it's through experience of migration, whether it's through Quebec society, uh, where there's so much structural racism. This practice, it seems you're almost tracing a new map, like based on your own experience. Uh, and people might often think that it's very simple to say the thing, to say the thing, to talk about the hidden memory. Um, but as we can see at a big level in society, it's very hard. Power doesn't want you to, but also for people to find their way to say what they want to say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I'm going to describe what, what's happening yeah. here yeah. Uh, after this, this event of Justine Ottawa that, like I say, was very important. I think uh, Justine Ottawa was, uh, is an Atikamek woman. And uh, it's turned around the story of my, come uh, arrière grandmère, bisabuela that it was a uh, woman from, from uh, Guaibos in Colombia. And uh, uh, when she gave birth of my grandfather, uh, the family of, of the father took the baby. Mm -hmm. So she couldn't uh, uh, stay with, with, with her son. And at, the, at this moment, uh, it break the contact and all the tradition of Guaibos to us, we have no access. You know, mm -hmm. it breaks mm -hmm. uh, this mm -hmm. link. And um, something should happen, uh, a violence event in, in, in 
in her life that uh, that I think what was was important, but we don't talk about this injustice. And uh, and what I think, and with other things, I I live too. All the women, my my grandmother, my mother, also uh, have the experiences that they didn't talk us. Mm -hmm. So they are her own uh, blessures, like I do. Um, so what I think is they didn't talk me or give me these stories, but they are in my body. You know, there are all these memories are there. And when I make this performance, it was a way to meet them through my body. Each time I draw, you know, yeah, I, with the yeah. charcoal, I yeah. descend all, all my body around, yeah. I think of them. Yeah. And I'm trying to find all this language that yeah. I don't understand neither, but I know they are there. So each time I, I draw my body in, in, okay. this, in this paper, I'm thinking of them. I'm trying to forget them, forgive them, uh, forgive them, uh -huh. because they didn't give me their stories. But at, at the same time, I, I feel, uh, I say, uh, I understand. You know, uh, I'm, I feel solidarity uh, with them. Uh, uh, there, there are these all situations. So, so uh, all the superficie, it's all, all you, you, you say this card that is built is a kind of a card of stories, mm. absent stories mm. that are already in my body. Mm. Mm. Um, wow. So yeah, so for, it, it was a very, very deep experience to live it. And for me, it's touching when I, each time I came here and I see my mother uh, jupe, I see the skirt. That it's in the because I use it I, in the in the during the performance, and at the end, when all the draw is finished, the drawing is finished, I leave it with the drawing. Wow. At, at certain, it's a way also to to leave a violence that I have uh, uh, heritage of violence of femininity also, that okay. I think. Uh, it doesn't uh, fit hey. with me. So you are sharing very intimate um, family memories that were translated in your artistic expression in this exhibition space right now in Montreal. But often in your practice, I understand that you are reflecting on this, uh, your own story and what you carry and how that's expressed through art, but you always make a connection to the collective. Yes. And this is a very, um, I think, important point of tension in the neoliberal art sphere, right? I think there's a lot of, well, it seems, there's a lot of room now for exhibition work that talks about you know, structural violence, for example, um, gender-based violence or systemic racism. But when that moves to a collective challenge and it becomes maybe more towards a social movement space, there's a tension. Mm -hmm. So I think this is just very interesting to consider because even though you are practicing, you know, this is your own work, you also are connecting it to others you know, and connecting it to a broader collective experience um, that shows a different narrative that challenges power. 
Um, so maybe can you just relocate us and, and share a bit about this phrase and, 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 and who said it and why it was important to include? Elle n'a rien dit de plus come from, from I, like I said, Jocelyn Ottawa. A year before, there was a terrible event that happened at Hospital of Joliet. It was uh, the death of uh, Joyce Echequan. Mm -hmm. She is a woman that died in front of the uh, public of Facebook that she was asking for help because she was being humiliated while she was dying. And finally, finally she died. And there is a, a huge movement uh, trying to to make more uh, conscient mm -hmm. about what is happening within uh, indigenous people in this structure of power. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So so for me that that was important. And when it happened uh, a year later, Joseline Ottawa leave this situation at the hospital, and people at the hospital say we're going to, to call you Joyce. So she feel that. Yeah, exactly. She 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 felt she felt bad, and she felt she was in danger. So, th at the news, when they uh, say all all this situation uh, and the event, at some point it say, "Elle n'a rien dit de plus, parce qu'elle avait peur des conséquences." Mm -hmm. So she has fear of consequences if she continue to ask uh, for respect and care. So for me, that, that was like very important. Also because in my work, I'm, I, I, there is a, also this, this an idea to say, announce, announce something. Mm -hmm. And how to do it in an in a artistic way. And uh, I think that it's some, something that puts sometimes my, my work in danger. How to say uh, that it, it I arrived to, to, to pass a message. Um, I, I also work with uh, censorship, you know, because I leave this in, me, in my work at the, at the past. So I understand that at some point, a part of my work is also in danger, mm. because sometimes it say too much. Mm. And it makes, I say, I say, I have this image that it makes sounds, the, the barriers or the, you say, les frontières, de qu'est-ce que c'est possible, what is possible to say uh, in the cultural context. Yeah, it's pushing the boundaries of Exactly. So, so my work tried to do that. And it's not because just, it's because uh, it's a result of a process of creation and need, yeah. needs to yeah. expression. And uh, also, is this possible? You talk about collectivity. Also, it is possible because I'm in conversation with uh, many collective uh, feminist women. Yeah. I have a collective, I have two, three collective, and uh, I think it's all this uh, exchange and support of these women that allowed me to do this work. Uh -huh. You know, when people say, who support your work? Who's uh, other women, other artists, mm -hmm. uh, artists we are in conversation? That, that's why. I see a very strong uh, distinction you make in the audio narrative of this video work. The, there's two video works in this uh, installation. Between decoloniality and anti-coloniality. 
anti-colonial versus decolonial. And I think that in this moment when so many institutions are talking about decolonization, it seems like this sort of um, almost like a fashion. But the push for decolonial action comes from anti-colonial movements. Why is this distinction important? And can you explain that difference? Because I'm not, I'm not sure everybody's aware of that difference. Yeah, I think you, you say a little bit. It's the, we, we are, this is, there are this movement and people trying to understand what decolonialism is. Mm -hmm. um, but there is also uh, collectivities taking risk to uh, fight against uh, colonialism. So it's between how how you incorporate this in your statement and in your process, processes of creation, but uh, other thing is to use your body, go to public space and take risk and, um, and have a, a kind of uh, revindication demands. for demands mm -hmm. for specific uh, things. Mm -hmm. So Not just a general idea. No, 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 no. So specifically, specifically, I could, you know, I think uh, fights are collectives. Yeah. And in the way you find other bodies and other yeah. people and other artists and other women that are able, we can yeah. go on, you know. True. And I could do it in Colombia in 2014. There is a, 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 a biennial international in Cartagena, the way where I come from. But it was completely colonialist project. So we were three women to go. We have no, uh, nobody wanted to, to support us in this demand that we wanted this biennial to include local artists. It was the, the fight we have. So we take our bodies and we go to the spa public space and we, uh, um, um, I say, with megaphones and make actions okay. in public space. Intervention. Interventions. Interventions yeah. and, and we use too much also. Uh, social media okay. to to make past so this is the difference yeah you know maybe when I'm, I'm doing my work at the studio and conversation with institution we can talk about decolonialism but when we go into space public public space and we take risk in social media I think there are specific actions this is anti-colonial attitude yeah, that's, uh, thank you so much for making that distinction so this video also, you see all the objects uh, here that you've drawn from the archives, which were used for popular education. Um, and so a lot of your work, you mentioned, does have a collective element. And uh, I think also viewing education not as a process of like somebody at a, at a, a lecture giving a presentation, but more as the process of learning together. Uh, maybe we could just end of how that's important to your practice, this idea of discovering uh, or uncovering ideas in the arts that are hidden, but as a group process in your collective spaces versus just like going to hear somebody inform the grand narrative. Yes, it, there, is, there is an attitude that we, we learn to be artists in the uh, academia like uh, modern artists, like people have inspiration in the studio and have these great ideas. So this is when I discover that have these conversations with other artists, even with artists that are deaf, yeah. but you, you have yeah. contacts and you find, you can identify yourself mm -hmm. with preoccupations, with, with, with forms of art, 
uh, it's become much interesting yeah. for like like for for experience like artists but also like the projection of the work so what I try to to do and show as part of the the, the process of of creation of this piece is to bring all these people that uh, I, I, I have been influenced, mm -hmm. that I was in communication at the moment, at, in this month of residency, there were artists in Colombia, we were working together in an online exhibition. There were other artists here in Montreal making exhibition that talks with my work also, my, my own mm -hmm. statement. So I, I named these yeah, women yeah. and I find that it's important to, yeah. to make a portrait of all this community yeah, of people yeah. working in, in, in sometimes in the same direction with the same preoccupations yeah. or, uh, but I think, uh, yeah, and, and all the people that make, uh, uh, use the, the words and, yeah. and speech in a very interesting way, like Sayak Valencia or Francesca Gargallo, that was two women that I made just before the pandemic. It's incredible, they, they were f both from Mexico and uh, I think they, they, yeah, they have uh, a very huge work uh, of uh, philo from philosophia, philosophy that support this kind of statement. Yeah. So yeah. for me that's that was important to yeah. give them also uh, uh, um, visibility and presence to, to their work. That was a conversation with Helena Martin Franco about her work, Freehand Absence an exhibition work that was presented in Montreal at the Five Foundation for Contemporary Art. This has been another edition of my monthly artist interview. You can find the archives for this series on soundcloud.com slash freecityradio. This series broadcasts on CKUT 90.3 FM and on Radio Hara in Palestine. Thanks for tuning in and I will speak with you next month. Thank you.